This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Everybody, welcome to Pistreet Soccer here on Sirius XM 211 and the Sirius XM app. I'm Nick Eber along with Nick Webster, and it's an absolute pleasure to be with you today as we are each and every weeknight from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That is Monday through Friday. Uh, we got a lot to get to today, Nick. Uh, injuries galore. Yes, uh, well, it is that time. You know, we've just got through the crazy Christmas period where... All the Premier League teams seem to play an insane amount of games. I think it was something in the region of six in the space of 24 days. So it's no surprise to me that some of these players are going down with what looks like, you know, ligament strains. And of course, the big one is Harry Kane with the ankle, which seems to be an annual event as well. So I think a lot on uh, some of the big boys' plates, especially Jurgen Klopp and uh, Mauricio Pochettino. Well, we're going to get to that in some detail, the injuries at Spurs and Liverpool. Let's talk about Manchester City. In a little bit of hot water with UEFA, they've had their own WikiLeaks problem. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about a poll that was on the BBC Football website, so I'm not going to actually claim this one for myself. Uh, this is on the BBC Football website. With the announcement that Petr Cech is going to be retiring at the end of the season uh, from the game, uh, the B- BBC are asking a great question. Who is the greatest goalkeeper of the Premier League era? We're going to give you our opinions. We'd love to hear yours. 800-878-7529. That's 800-878-PLAY. Great topic. I would love to hear from you. 800-878-PLAY. Or you can find us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Nick Geber. He's at Nick Webster. Let us know what you think. Great topic. All right. Going to talk about Austin FC being announced as the newest Major League Soccer team to go with uh, Inter Miami and also with FC Cincinnati. Those would be the three newest ones. We're going to have a brief chinwag about MLS expansion. And more trouble for Arsenal. It looks like the cracks are not just superficial. We're going to talk about the problems at the Emirates. That's what's on the table today. We'd love to hear from you. 800-878-PLAY. We'd like to welcome all the men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It is a pleasure and a privilege to speak to you guys, along with the listeners on the Sports Byline USA radio network, as well as, of course, Sirius XM 211 and the Sirius XM app. That's it. That's what we've got for you today. I'm Nick Gieber. He's Nick Webster. This is Fifth Street Soccer. And we're going to step aside, take a very brief break, but never fear. We'll be right back. You check things all the time. 
like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit, compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Welcome back. Fifth Street Soccer, Series XM211. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. And, Nick, you mentioned earlier on that it's the time of year where we see injuries come to the forefront. I don't think those injuries could have been any worse than for Tottenham Hotspurs. Harry Kane ruled out uh, for 11 games. And, Nick, the problems continue, though, at Spurs. Christian Eriksen is not going to re-sign a new contract, so he's potentially going to be sulking his way through the rest of the season. Son goes to the Asian Cup. Dembele's going to China for £11 million. Could we see some big problems here um, at, at Wembley? 
Oh, there's no two ways about it. I mean, the whole stadium fiasco is, is weighing heavily on the squad. I'm sure they would love to be in their own home instead of playing in the carnivorous Wembley Stadium. And then this injury pile-up is just getting Wait, out of, on, out of hand, on. really. Did you say carnivorous? Carnivorous. I think you meant to say cavernous, right? I did, I did but I, there, there was a pl- there's a play on this, but you've you, you it for me. So now I'm just going to ignore whatever you said. No, I got it. I got it. Oh, Nick Giva. What oh, am I going to do with you? I, I have no idea. But yes, Spurs. Uh, you know, you know, Kane has had ankle problems now for the last three years, and he's missed he's missed extended periods of time in every season. Uh, this one seems to be as bad as the first one. And uh, as you, as you so rightly mentioned, I mean, he's going to miss now Premier League, not only Premier League games, but both legs of the Champions League tie against Borussia Dortmund. And if they progress against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final, they'll miss the, the game against Manchester City. So this is just an absolute disaster in terms of Spurs and their goal-scoring hero. However, there is a silver lining. And that silver lining would be that Harry Kane was pretty shagged and tired after the World Cup and didn't really have a uh, extended break. So when he does come back in mid-March, he should be truly refreshed and raring to go. And should Tottenham somehow, against all odds, keep themselves in the mix, they will have a brand new striker on their hands. But yeah, worrying times for Tottenham Hotspur. Well, I actually think that Spurs, because look, they are uh, nine points behind Liverpool in third place, but they're going to have a hell of a fight on their hands as United come on strong. We, we're going to be talking a little later on in the show about trouble at Arsenal. Chelsea, not so settled either. It's going to be a, it's going to be musical chairs. Look, there are six top teams right now in the Premier League. Liverpool, City, Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, United. And there are four chairs. And when the music stops, two clubs are going to be standing around looking for a chair. And I would think that Harry Kane is going to be coming back at just the right time. Yeah, I mean, look, he's coming back. He will be coming back, but I don't know if it's going to be the right time. Listen, Tottenham have had a couple of uh, couple of poor results. You know, the one against Wolves obviously was a stunner. Uh, but losing at Manchester United, I mean, this is a, a direct challenger coming from behind. And yes, you know, David De Gea, and we'll, we'll discuss goalkeepers later in the show, that David De Gea did have a great game. Tottenham consider can consider themselves unlucky. But at the end of the day, unlucky or not, they still lost the game. They still dropped three points in this race for the Premier League title. And that's six points dropped in their last four games. They simply can't afford to do that if they are legitimate contenders. And I think we've seen, unfortunately for Spurs fans, and uh, Tal, if you're listening, you're not legitimate contenders. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, David De Gea, Nick, and I was actually just reading about his requirements for a new contract. His contract is up. He wants to re-sign at Man United, which is great news for United fans worldwide. They should be celebrating. But he's going to put the screws to the club because he says he needs to be right there with the highest-paid players on the squad. And, Nick, I certainly don't disagree with him. He really should be. What I didn't realize is that he's only 28. I thought he was older than that. Oh, no. David De Gea has been at United for, oh, my God, it's, it's forever now. You know, signed by Sir Alex Ferguson. And I can, I can well remember his first season where he really struggled to uh, adapt to the Premier League. And, and people were saying that Fergie had wasted a ton of money. I believe they paid £18 million at the time. And, uh, you know, he, was, he, was, he wasn't even uh, 20. 
but he's he's proven all the doubters wrong and really positioned himself as one of the the world top keepers. But uh, I mean, it's 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 going to be very very interesting uh, when these contracts do come to an end. You know, you're talking about Christian Eriksen refusing to sign. David De Gea, David De Gea can quite rightly ask for 150, 200 grand a week. No problem in my book. And if United don't give it to him, they're absolutely insane. They will give it to him. They will give this man, I think, anything he wants. Oh, absolutely. Listen, it, when, when you look at the amount of points that David De Gea has saved United over the last 10 seasons, it is quite staggering. I mean, this, this is a man who has kept United... Uh, relevant. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say relevant, and and he's won the, the the fans' player of the year, I believe, six or seven years in a row. I mean, we're talking about Manchester United right here. You know what? What a, a club built on attacking principles, and the goalkeeper has been the fans' player of the year for six or seven years in a row. What does that tell you? Well, for a team really whose fans celebrate attack, attack, attack. Uh, you know, they need that keeper because, you know, United have always been susceptible to counters, uh, but they've always managed to put up a wall there. I mean, De Gea has been the uh, the buck stops with David De Gea, and he has stopped the buck so many times. It makes your head spin. He is, Nick, the best keeper in the world. End of story, period. No debate. Oh, well, you know, th- throw, throwing down the gauntlet there, right, Nick? Um you know, I, I I think we will debate that. Uh, I, I'm sure we're going to debate it later on in the show. I'm not sure if he's the best goalkeeper in the world, period, end of story. Um, and the, the reason why I say that is because he's probably not in the best team in the world. And I think to be the best mm-hmm. keeper in the world, you have to be in the best team in the Ooh. world. Because that means that means you win trophies. And trophies, to me, are the currency of greatness. Well, if you yes, use, but if you... But if you use that argument, Nick, you'd have to say that La Liga is the best league in the world because the best team in the world is in La Liga. Well, I think that would be open for debate as well. Who are you saying the best team in the world is? Real Madrid? No, I think Barcelona are the best team in the world. Well, I would would disagree with you. When was the last time they won the Champions League, which is the... which is the currency for okay. being the best team right. in the world. I'll tell you what. Well, then let's say the two best teams in the world currently reside in La Liga, and yet Real Madrid is in that discussion because they won it three times in a row, last year being the last year of that. Clearly, well, they're not going to do it this year. be a big surprise, but you'd have to make that argument, Nick. So you can't have it both ways, Nick. I'm going to give you a blame pie of your own. Oh, but you and your blame pie. Meat I mean, pie. It's... Meat pie for you. Stuff, stuff it where the sun don't shine, mate. I mean, uh, you know, being being the best goalkeeper is, is subjective uh, because I would say that David David De Gea has got four clean sheets on the season. That's not as many. I mean, Alisson, sure. uh, your, your Liverpool, has got something in the region of nine or ten. Uh, why? Because the team in front of him is better? Thank you. That, no, Allison's a, a brilliant goalkeeper, and he would be a close second right now in the Premier League to me. But I will say this. Look who's in front of David De Gea. Now, we're going to talk about that in the next segment because Liverpool have some injuries of their own we're going to talk about. Allison, his clean sheet record is phenomenal. Liverpool have conceded only 10 goals in 22 matches. 
But where would United be right now, Nick, if it wasn't for David De Gea? Would they be in sixth place looking at their run saying, we can keep this going and we can make top four? Or would they be down in the 15-16 spot saying, we need a good run to get up into sixth, seventh, fifth spot? Well, that is a subject that is open to conjecture because, uh, you know, we, we have to talk about, we then have to go re- circle back and talk about Jose Mourinho again and and what he has done to United and what he did to United and now what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is doing to United. You know, that David De Gea has, has been the, I would say, the consistent uh, feature in that squad. You know, he was never bounced to the bench, unlike Lukaku and Ogba and Jones and and every other member of the United team. You know, David De Gea was always first on the bench. I mean, first on the team sheet. But should he have been? Well, Nick, I'd love to talk about the situation with Jose Mourinho, but the players are too busy eating their 65% piece of blame pie that I gave them. Uh, for oh, us to continue that discussion. Right. All right. This is Fifth Street Soccer on Sirius XM 211. I'm Nick Eber. He's Nick Webster. Break time. We'll be right back in three minutes. Don't go anywhere. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. 
One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Attention to anyone that's written. I'm in love with the rock and roll world. I'm in love with the football world. Uh, live in Las Vegas, so you know I'm in love with Las Vegas too. What a great place to live. Uh, welcome back to the show, History Soccer. I'm Nick Gieber. He's Nick Webster. Eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. We're here on Sirius XM two eleven. Dan Patrick Sports. Uh, Nick, I've always thought that uh, football fans are the craziest fans in the world. Whether you're looking at the great rivalries of the world, a River Boca or uh, you know the uh, the London derbies or the big rivalry between uh, Liverpool, Man United, or etc. Uh, etc. Et but Nick, a story that popped up makes me think twice about this. A Philadelphia Eagles fan allegedly attacked her girlfriend and put their dog in the microwave oven after Sunday's playoffs loss to the Saints. Nick Webster, how can we one up that in the football world? <laughs> well, that does sound a little extreme and. Uh... Unfortunately, your, your lad's a bit too big to put in the microwave oven should uh, you and I decide to uh, get down and dirty when uh, Liverpool play anybody but, you know, Liverpool. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, I think, uh, wow, I don't know if you can top that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you couldn't put any one of my pets in the oven, though, because the blame pie's in there baking. So uh, that, that that's taking up all the space. All right, welcome back to the show. We're talking injuries in the Premier League. Let's go to Liverpool for a minute where... The troubles continue. Trent Alexander out for, I think they said, about two matches uh, with, I, I believe, uh, ligament problems. Uh, Dejan Lovren is still no time back for him. Joe Gomez is sidelined. Uh, Joel Matip supposedly coming back. But, you know, did Jurgen Klopp make a big mistake by sending Nathaniel Klein to Bournemouth on loan, Nick? Because they can't recall him. Uh, and also, by the way, Wijnaldum's going to be out at Anfield for the Palace match. So... Uh, you know, it's Palace. Liverpool should get the job done, but they're going to have to get some of these guys back or sign some defensive cover. Listen, an absolute monster mistake by uh, Jurgen Klopp sending out uh, Klein, and and unfortunately for you, Nick, it's not going to be two matches. It's going to be at least four matches that uh, young Arnold will be out for, which is a, a big, big shame, especially as he's on my fantasy team. Uh, thanks a lot for that, Trent. Um, look. Jurgen Klopp has, has got some injury worries, and they're all defensive. I cannot believe we have not seen Liverpool make some moves in the transfer window yet. There's got to be some available players, some right-sided available players, and it's just going to put so much pressure on Virgil van Dijk. And should he come up with a, an injury or a knock or two, you're in massive amounts of trouble. So I, I suggest that the... Uh, the people at the Red Sox Nation open up the purse strings. Let Jurgen buy because this is the this is the time, Nick. You know you're, you're you're in first place. The Premier League title is in your hands. This is the time to spend. Don't care if it's just a you know three four month signing and you pay over the odds. 
If you win the Premier League, it's worth every single penny. Yeah, on the other hand, he has uh, Milner can deputize in uh, Trent Alexander's spot. Andy Robertson's still okay. Um, Lovren will be back. Matip's coming back. Uh, but, you know, it would be good to have a bit more cover. I mean, really, uh, giving letting Klein go was a massive mistake. I mean, this guy is, uh, you know, is an England player, and they let him go on loan. On loan, yes. Uh, you know, I, I don't understand quite how Klein hasn't been the success I thought he would be at Liverpool. Obviously, he's been blighted by injuries, which uh, hasn't helped him. Uh, but it, it, it seems like Klopp has never really, truly fancied him. Uh, from the get-go. And I can see why he wants to go and rebuild his career somewhere else. But uh, And I'm sure had Klopp realized that Arnold was going to go down with an injury, he certainly wouldn't have put him out on loan. So, you know, timing is everything. And uh, I, I don't want to jinx it and say that, that you know, this, this, is a, this is a big blow for Liverpool. But I, in it terms of... It is because, you know, I mean, everyone's kind of writing off and saying it's already three points for Liverpool against Palace. Remember, this is the Palace team that went to the Etihad and uh, promptly rubbed City's nose in it and sent City into a tailspin. And uh, as I so rightly pointed out, Liverpool have lost two of their last three games. Listen to you. Listen to you. I'm just wondering, though, is it possible uh, that Palace could do another giant killing act? I mean, it's all possible, right? In the Premier League, anything and everything is possible. So please, please... Don't write off Crystal Palace just yet. Well, more trouble, by the way, at the Emirates. Uh, Sven Mislintat, who is a German bloke that was really key to Borussia Dortmund's uh, talent acquisition, who went to Arsenal uh, with Ivan Gazidis with the stated goal of being sort of the talent scout, the the, the guy that really is the was supposed to be the backstop to management at Arsenal in terms of players and player acquisitions. He's been was a um, he was involved in every signing since he's been there at Arsenal. He's also the guy that uh, played a key part in the appointment of Unai Emery as head coach. Uh, but apparently, he's been largely sidelined, and the powers that be at Arsenal have sort of shuffled him aside. And now Bayern Munich are coming in and looking for him. And I'm just wondering if you know this is indicative of some of the behind the scenes turmoil going on at Arsenal. Well, I think that Ivan, Ivan Gazidis and uh, Wenger, I mean, obviously they knew their time was up at the Emirates. And so they were, you know, pretty, pretty keen on solidifying their legacies at the club and building a foundation that would reflect what they thought Arsenal should be. Well, that's been broken down, you know, pretty rapidly. I, I'm not sure if Emery's behind it. I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it does seem to make a great deal of sense. Uh, and and when when someone's come in as as the director, the technical director, you know they they want to have a say. And and right now it looks like you know this position's being turned into nothing but a glorified scout. I mean, if if, if you're at the top of your craft, the last thing you want to be is a scout. And so that's why I, I believe there's trouble at the Emirates right now. Well, also apparently lack of money to spend in the January window was also causing a lot of in, in, uh, issues. And you know I mentioned this. Last uh, yesterday, I keep you know when you do a daily show, they all sort of blur into one. But I mentioned this yesterday. By the way, eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. If you've got something to say, we'd love to hear from you. But I mentioned this yesterday. You know, one of the promises that uh, Arsene Wenger and ownership of Arsenal made to the fans during that run up 
to the completion of the Emirates Stadium when everyone was saying, oh, we pass on all these great players. Who was it that they were trying to buy that they offered um, one pound over his buyout? Uh, was that Luis Suarez? Remember that, Nick? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 40 million pounds and one. Sorry, and, 40 and million one. and one. Yeah, yeah it, was, I, it was just a ludicrous offer. And, uh, I'm not sure what Arsenal were trying to achieve there, but it certainly made them look like the laughing stock. Barcelona swooped in, paid the proper money, and the rest is history. Yeah, but, you know, ownership and management told the fans during that period that we're going to have a little period of austerity while the Emirates is finished. We're, bu- we're getting this stadium because we're putting all our money into the Emirates. We're going to have as little debt as humanly possible. We're going to, once the stadium's finished, we're going to have record capacity. We're going to be largely debt-free. We're going to have a clean slate. We're going to be one of the wealthiest clubs in football. And, Nick, what has happened is Arsenal are still not paying big money for players. They're still not signing the players that their fans know they need to get. And they have the most expensive price ticket prices in the Premier League. I mean, how does that work? Well, if if if, if this is the uh, the model for what it looks like when you move into a new stadium, Tottenham fans <laughs> be very, very, very afraid. I mean, you know, the the debt of the stadium is meant to be long gone. So uh, it just it just leads me to believe that Stan Kroenke and uh, the uh, the other chap Usmanov. Has been- Usmanov, you know, I mean, they, they must be dipping in and, you know, the, the till's wide open and they are just scooping up massive amounts of cash and just taking it back to their secret layers and, and counting it. I mean, that can be the only possible explanation because, you know, Arsenal should be spending the big money. And I think I spoke about it yesterday. You know, the Aubameyang and Lacazette signings weren't exactly cheap. You know, they didn't exactly fall off the back of a lorry, East End style, you know what I mean? Only a five right. or some. Yeah. But to, to make the investment, you only have to look at Manchester City, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that shortly because they're in a little bit of hot water with UEFA. But to, to make the investment, you've got to spend more than £100 million. £100 million now gets you nothing. Right. I guess you're one of the kids that uh, that you train uh, at your youth club, Nick, that are afraid to play in the rain. Yeah, I'm afraid so, yeah. That, right, well, that Southern California rain, acid rain, Nick. You know, your skin <laughs> melts if you are playing the rain in this, right. in this state. Well, let's get to City very briefly because uh, they are in a bit of hot water. There were a bunch of pilfered emails that came from City's internals that were sent to UEFA that seemed to indicate that there was some shenanigans going on in terms of City's sponsorships, that they were being overinflated, that money was actually coming, being directed to the club from the owners through their sponsors, all of whom are directly or indirectly controlled by the ownership, and that this is a violation of financial fair play. And do you know what Manchester United's response to UEFA is on that, Nick? Uh, Manchester City's? Or Manchester Ma- City? So, sorry, Manchester City, excuse me. Yeah. Yes, go on. Oh, well... But they, but, 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 but they stole the emails. But they stole the emails. They don't deal with the actual subject of the email. It's how those emails made it to UEFA that is the issue for them. Nick, I think this is going to be problems down the road for City. However, not big problems, because UEFA doesn't really like to slap the big teams too hard or anything, because they know who butters their nice European bread for them with that lovely, thick butter. Butter, I also might add, that can be used to make a delicious blame pie. All right, you're listening 
Octopus Street Soccer. Nick Eber, Nick Webster here on Sirius XM 211. Uh, Nick and I, we're going to step aside, take a break. I, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber. He's at Nick Webster. Nick, we got three minutes to uh, cut up that pie, shall we? Let's enjoy it. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. By the way, we're with you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time. You make sure you make us a regular part of your week. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. All right, welcome back to the show. Street Soccer Series XM 211, the Series XM app. And also on American Forces, Sports Byline, iHeart. We're everywhere you want to be. I'm Nick Gieber. He is Nick Webster. You can find us on Twitter. I am at Nick Gieber. He is at Nick Webster. Uh, we got a lot still to get to. 
uh, as we have uh, just one but big segment really left in the show. Nick, I want to talk about Petr Cech retiring. Uh, certainly a, a legendary goalkeeper in terms of what he achieved uh, in the Premier League. But the BBC took this opportunity to ask its listeners and readers who, which keeper was the best of the Premier League uh, era. Now, Petr Cech was one of those people. Uh, Thibaut Courtois, David De Gea, Edison, Joe Hart, Jens Lehmann, Spunky David Seaman. Peter Schmeichel and Edwin van der Sar, those were the selections, Nick. A lot of Man United keepers in that selection. Uh, but for me, Nick, I have to go with the majority. For me, it's Peter Schmeichel. How about for you? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. And, uh, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, a lot of Man United keepers. What does that tell you? That tells me that Sir Alex Ferguson knew which side his bread was buttered on as well. You know, he, he may have had a team of great attacking talents, but he also knew that to win the trophies that he wanted to win, he needed to have the best goalkeepers in the world. Peter Schmeichel at the time, no doubt about it. The, the year they won the treble, Schmeichel was just ridiculous. Um, so imposing, um, so aggressive, commanding. I mean, the teammates loved him. Everybody loved him. And, and you know, from, from Schmeichel, they went to... Uh, Bartes, who was a bit of a clown, mm -hmm. but a World Cup winner. And, and then Edwin van der Sar. And they, he kind of stole van der Sar. And, uh, and now the, the David de Gea. So, I mean, the lineage of Man United goalkeepers over the last 20 years has been quite outstanding. But to, to put Petr Cech and to give him his due, I mean, Chelsea were really, uh, you know, a, a, a nothing team. Uh, you know, they were good for, good for a cup run, won the FA Cup a couple of times. Uh but, you know, Petr Cech came in, uh, worked with the, the special one and just went from strength to strength. And, you know, Ch Chelsea put together their championship winning seasons on the strength of an incredible back line. And the, the work and body that Petr Cech put together was outstanding. And, and, you know, I mean, he put the cherry on top of the cake with the uh, Champions League success uh, in Munich. Yeah, a lot of Arsenal keepers on that list too, Nick. Yeah, I mean, David Seaman, obviously a, a legend for England, although uh, my, my memory of David Seaman is uh, watching him see uh, Rolandinho's shots sail over his head into the back of the net oh, yeah. in the 2000, 2002 World Cup. But, you know, David Seaman, the goalkeeper of the Invincibles, uh, you know, an, an outstanding keeper and, uh, you know, right up there with the very best. And, and, and an interesting one by, you know, the BBC, I would I wonder how the uh, votes were skewed in terms of neutral fans and, and who they thought was the best of the best. I mean, David Seaman uh, played behind perhaps the best back four that English football has seen in terms of uh, English players. You know, you've, you've got big Tony Adams and Martin Keown and Lee Dixon and Nigel Winterburn. I mean, when was the last time we saw an all-English back line uh, with with it with an English keeper. I mean, that used to be our bread and butter. Uh, not anymore. So David Seaman certainly uh, appears high on my list just because of the fact that he's English. And of course, uh, you mentioned Martin Keown. I would actually vote him as the uh, Premier League player I would least like to see in drag. Well, he's probably the Premier League player you'd least like to meet down a dark alleyway as well. He is the uh, English version of Gennari Gattuso. 
Uh, not not sure who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, well, you know, we have Petacek on there. Courtois, he got zero votes. Um, Edison, one vote. Joe Hart, 1% for Joe Hart. Um, an interesting, uh, a very interesting poll, Nick, but 53% people voting for Peter Schmeichel, and, and I think that is, in fact, the right vote right there, Peter Schmeichel. You agree, too. So, uh, I, I do agree, although, you know, Petacek did win 13 major honours in 11 years at Stanford Bridge, and that, that included every club trophy you could win, namely the league title, the FA Cup, the League Cup, the Europa League, and of course, the granddaddy of them all, the Champions League, as well as the Super Cup and the Charity Shield. But, so, but interestingly enough, though, you know, if you look at that period in football, particularly in the Premier League, with Abramovich coming to Chelsea, the massive money infusion. This is before Shake Your Booty bought Manchester City. Um, this was sort of before the time when financial fair play was really an issue in European football, because up to this point teams had a lot of money and they always had Real Madrid and Barcelona which had you know a lot of tax-free money but there was never teams that really had dumb stupid ridiculous money and that happened when Abramovich entered the Premier League yeah I mean you, you'd have to say that Roman Abramovich completely changed the way English football does business I mean the 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 invention of Sky uh certainly boosted wages, uh, but not to the dramatic extent before Roman Abramovich came in. And, and once the Abramovich money started sloshing around, well, then it was it was up to everybody to uh, to keep uh, keep pace. And and we certainly saw that, you know, with Manchester United and the Glazers. I mean, up, up until that point, United had been ticking along as a private concern, doing very nicely. Thank you very much. But that that kind of money really changed the equation. And so now you've got Chelsea and Manchester United spending gazillions on not only transfer fees but wages and so you and know the, the other the the other clubs were forced to catch up catch up play catch up and i th- i think we've we've seen that they they've struggled uh especially the the Tottenham's and the Arsenal's so that that left a little little gap which Manchester City said to uh said to themselves hey here's something we can exploit they got the they got the big money and uh then Liverpool had to follow suit. I mean, it was it was a case of you know what, take the money or be left behind, and and we've seen that with the, with the big four clubs. And I, I'm actually waiting now for Tottenham Hotspur to be bought out by some conglomerate and uh, be given the chance to to uh, take their their team and their stadium to that kind of exalted level. And I just had a friend actually who went to uh, London, saw the Spurs stadium, an American friend, and uh, so he knows something about stadiums. Uh, let's be honest, they do build the best ones in the world. And he said, without a doubt, that this is the most fantastic stadium he has ever seen. So uh, I'm sure once we get once we get a look at it, we're, we're going to be suitably gobsmacked as well. Well, interestingly enough, uh, you talk about who could be the next team to get bought out with a massive capital infusion. And, you know, all the rumors are that it could be well be Newcastle. I mean, look, they have St. James's Park. It's a great stadium. It's got massive capacity. Big fan support. The team is on the block. Mike Ashley's waiting for the most uh, lucrative, fat, juicy offer he's going to get. But if you get a big money buy-in at Newcastle, watch out. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I, 
I think that the the big money will certainly go to the the London clubs be, just because of the the, the locale. Uh, Manchester has always been tied with Manchester United, so City have always got that going for them. Uh, Liverpool have their history. Newcastle, I mean, yes, uh, Newcastle have a have a great uh, romantic flair for people like you and you and myself. But uh, for, for world supporters, for, for people who follow the Premier League throughout the world, uh, Newcastle are just a blip on the radar. Well, you know, we said that about Leicester City, didn't we? And, and you know, at the point when Manchester City were bought out by Shake, by Shakey Booty, they were the uh, red-headed stepchild at that point in Manchester. Chelsea were one step out of bankruptcy. I mean, let, let's not let the current situation of these teams... Alter our alter the history of what really happened, and that any team could be bought out with enough money and be turned into a real contender. Well, yeah, I mean, money certainly is the defining factor in today's football market, but the the money also has to be spent wisely. I mean, let's let's look at the first two three years of City. Uh, who was the fellow they bought, Robinho? I mean, they spent something like, you know, 50 million quid on him. And, you know, he did like 50 million stepovers before departing back to uh, wherever he came from, you know, with a beer belly and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a couple of big credit card bills. So I, th- I think you've got, you got to be smart with how you spend the money. And, and a lot of that is down to, you know, hiring the best managers. When, when uh, the, the money came in for City, I mean, who was the manager? Can you remember? Uh, not offhand, no. Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes, that's right. Oh, yeah, I can see you getting a boner just thinking about that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, well, it wasn't the sexiest of uh, managerial appointments. And, and you know, I mean, I, I don't think it was the, the right signal that, despite the money, that they were serious contenders. And, and it took a while for City. I mean, they had to get uh, Pellegrini in, and I think he did, he did an amazing job. Uh, and and then uh, Guardiola. All right, Nick. Uh, we just got a few minutes left, and still a couple of topics. Uh, very quickly, uh, yesterday we were talking a bit about Leicester City and a potential managerial change uh, coming on, as they are really, really struggling. Uh, Brendan Rodgers being uh, heavily linked with a move uh, to the King Power Stadium. Well, I think you know Brendan Rodgers has done a remarkable job of rehabilitating himself. Yes, he got sacked by Liverpool. Uh, and and really, that was a little unlucky for Rodgers because he was one slip away from actually probably winning the Premier League title that would have made him a god on Merseyside. Went to Celtic. Now, I mean, the thing that concerns me is that in, in Scotland, you know, prior to the last four years, I mean, there has been a challenge now that Gerrard has gone with Rangers. Celtic finally have somebody to uh, to deal with. So, you know, Rodgers has had a bit of a free ride, um, but he has won everything in sight. And as we always like to say, you can only beat the teams that are put in front of you. Now, you know, there's no doubt about it. Pluel is under massive amounts of pressure. Another loss. I- I'm sure he's gone. And Rodgers would love nothing better than to get back in the Premier League and show off his nice white teeth and his and his fancy bird. Um, the interesting thing for me is, you know, his character. You know, he, he had a big, you know, bit of a mangler of a wife when he was on the way up. And as soon as he got to the top, he dumped her right. and, and got himself a fast little juicy bird. So, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff concerns me. Can he turn it around at Leicester? I, I think he's a great, I think he's a very 
technical, tactical manager. He's a new, new, new type of manager, and I think he'll probably do very well there. He did dump the wife, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, not nice. <laughs> now I remember they had. Uh, remember that documentary right when he got to Liverpool, and they had the whole thing where he said, "In this, uh, in this envelope is the name of someone that will let us down." Almost like you know a Christ-like figure, right, calling out Judas. <laughs> yes, I know uh, that, that, that that wasn't his smartest move. No, it wasn't. I mean, he really showed his immaturity and, and and lack of man management. But but clearly he has that, and he he has the uh, he has the chops. And Leicester City is certainly going to be in the market for a new manager. Nick Webster, I wanted to talk about uh, the addition of Austin FC to the Major League Soccer team roster here um, in 2021. That was announced today. Uh, we are not going to have time to have that discussion, so we will table Major League Soccer and Major League Soccer expansion until tomorrow, Nick, because uh, you know why, Nick? Because we're on the air every day, Monday through Friday, from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Sirius XM 211, and we can. And if you can, why not just do it? That's what I say. By the way, Twitter, at Nick Eber, that's me. He is at Nick Webster, N-I-C-K-W-E-B-S-T-E-R, like Webster with Nick in front of it. You can figure that one out. We are live. We are going to take a break, and we'll be right back to wrap it up here on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 800 That's 800-847-1183. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, 
I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 When you hear the air attack warning, you and your family must take cover. All right, welcome back. Nick Webster with you. Nick, uh, we are just about wrapping up the show, uh, but a couple of topics that we are, we don't have to conclude today because this is going to be the longest transfer saga in January transfer window history, is the Chelsea Maratta Higuain nonsense. Are you all right, Nick? It sounds like you're having Uh, trouble. uh, I'm sorry, I'm choking. I'm choking on the blame pie. Yeah. Uh, listen, if if they can get rid of Morata and, and come out clean on the deal, it would be the greatest piece of business in the history of Chelsea Football Club. Morata has been nothing but a colossal waste of money. Sorry, Morata, but you're not good enough for the Prem. You may be good enough for La Liga, but you just don't cut it in the Premier League. Wow. But I thought you just said the best teams are the best league. Never mind, Nick. I, I won't ask you to... Uh, no, I didn't say that. I won't ask you to uh, be consistent on what you said in the past. I mean, if Donald Trump doesn't, why should you? Absolutely. That's my, my argument entirely. All right. Just don't ask me to take your uh, your daughter and your uh, son-in-law uh, in, onto the staff here at uh, Fifth Street Soccer, right? Well, uh, if, if, if you pay them like you pay me, they won't last long. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Geber. He is at Nick Webster. Let's continue the discussion even after the show is over. Uh, we certainly uh, would love to hear from you. And also, you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com uh, forward slash uh, Fifth Street Sports Talk. That's where you can find us. And you can find us right here on Sirius XM 211 every Monday through Friday. We're with you from 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. By the way, pleased to announce, go to iHeartRadio, folks. You can also find all of our podcasts are up there, finally. It's been a long time coming, Nick Webster, but they're there finally. Oh, my God. I mean, what are, we, what are you, Pony Express here with the podcast? Come on, let's get going. All right. So uh, you can find us on iTunes, Sirius XM, Sirius XM app, Sports Byline, American Forces, We're everywhere you want to be. Fifth Street Soccer. Be sure to join us tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Sirius XM 211. Until then, cheers. Have a good one.